This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come on in. We'll talk some football with Chris Sims. Maybe he can answer the question, why would Eric Bieniemy be willing to take a similar role with another team and leave the Kansas City Chiefs? The Chiefs had their victory parade, victory lap, and taking receipts of all of us who didn't believe in the Kansas City Chiefs winning it all, including Jason Kelsey, uh, Travis Kelsey, who had this to say. Let me take you back to 2022 in the month of maybe April. Guys were getting signed left and right. The haters were saying that the Chiefs would never make the playoffs. The haters were saying the Chiefs were done. If you knew the Chiefs were going to win the division, let me hear you say, hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right now. <laughs> uh, I don't know how many people there would have said, hell no. but uh, That's what I was thinking. There's yeah. one 30 yeah. guy going, I actually thought you guys had more of a wild card. Uh, He's just, yeah, I thought you were going to be 10-7 and you were going to be a wild card team. He just shouted down. Yeah. But uh, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. They won the Super Bowl. And uh, don't underestimate them from now on. Yes, Paul. Don't, don't you think, that, I was looking back for the past couple of days at all the NFL analysis from last summer. I think a lot of the teams pick new for the sake of new. Like the Bills were, they want something fresh. Everyone had the Bills last year because that was such a good story and you want the story. Almost like some of these NFL analysts I don't think are analyzing as much as they're um, Looking at the storylines, what would be great for the sport? The Bills making it finally, or oh yeah, there, there's a wishful reporting yeah, that goes w- on. Yeah, wishful analysis. Maybe. Yes, absolutely. Where you're going? Yeah, I mean, they've been waiting for Josh Allen to be the MVP, waiting for the Buffalo Bills to go to the Super Bowl. It was Buffalo to the Super Bowl, and then everybody else. It was Josh Allen MVP, and then everybody else. And look, Patrick Mahomes didn't play well last year. Then you lose Tyreek Hill. We had questions about the offensive line. And you sort of open the door for questions there. So I think, I think they're valid questions that were asked. The people who didn't think they'd make the playoffs, that's a stretch. I don't know how many people didn't think the Chiefs make the playoffs, but I'm sure that if you looked at it, 
ESPN spent a week uh, profiling the Raiders. And I went, why are you all in on the Raiders? Now, they were a playoff team the previous year. I like the Chargers a lot. And then a lot of people loved Russ coming into Cook and all they need is a quarterback, and you got your quarterback, and you're ready to go. Although we did wonder, you got a brand-new head coach. And there were questions about Nathaniel Hackett. But everybody else, I think, thought this team was ready to go. And uh, I certainly did. I didn't have them making the, the Super Bowl or playoffs, but I thought Russ is going to make them better, and he didn't. But as far as the Kansas City Chiefs, you lose, you know, the most dynamic player aside from, you know, a quarterback in Tyreek Hill. And then we have questions about that offense that struggled in, in you know, there were weeks that they struggled. I think week 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 of the previous year. They weren't scoring points. Felt like they kept every team in the game. And I think that was the case this year as well. But they did what they needed to do. That second half was wonderful. And uh, they have every right to take that victory lap and continue to take it there. All right. Poll question for hour two is going to be what, Seton? By the way, if you're watching on Peacock, thank you, our streaming partner. Download the app. You get to watch and see the best man cave that anybody could ever make. In fact, you can't replicate this man cave. It's not fair what I have here. But you can watch. Uh, we also say good morning to our radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio. The uh, buy one, get one 50% off. It's the BOGO sale. All T-shirts on danpatrick.com. Buy any T-shirt, get another one 50% off. Got some new T-shirts up there, and even one for you Chiefs fans. Yes, Seton. We got a few Chiefs shirts, as a matter of oh, fact. Oh, okay. Um, I put up one that I didn't run by you, okay. but oh. it's kind of like the two biggest conspiracy theories going in sports right now. Okay. Which story would you rather know the truth? Why Eric Bieniemy isn't a head coach, or what happened to Demar Hamlin? Ooh, saucy. Well, I think I know what happened to Demar Hamlin, and we think we kind of know Eric Bieniemy. I guess, right? Well. The results right now are 52-48. People want to know about DeMar Hamlin? Uh, Eric Bieniemy. Oh, okay. Well, I think I know both of them. I, don't, I just don't know. I go back to why DeMar Hamlin did not answer that question with Michael Strand of what did the doctors tell you? And I don't know if there's lawsuits, any legality. I, I don't know. You know, privacy laws, HIPAA, I understand that, but he's the one being asked about that. It's not like you're going to the doctors saying, hey, can you tell us what happened to DeMar Hamlin? I was surprised at that. But I think the condition that uh, he suffered from, suffers from, affected him. And one of maybe 30 cases in America on a yearly basis. It's, it's a fluke. But moving forward, I don't know if he can play again. But, you know, like that, I would want to know, what have you been told about playing football again? As well. But Eric Bieniemy, now you're going to maybe leave. Ron Rivera's a defensive minded head coach and, and a wonderful coach. He took a team to the Super Bowl, and you're going to bring in maybe Eric Bieniemy, and you got a second year quarterback who's going to be your quarterback, it looks like. He's going to, let's put it this way if they succeed offensively, and they do have some good skill position players on offense. Like We've been waiting for them to have an upgrade at the quarterbacking position. That's why we thought with uh, Carson Wentz, I, I, 
I mean, I look at this team that there's possibility there. But the Giants are good, the Eagles are good, the Cowboys are good. So you got to factor that in. Now it's become a really difficult division moving forward. But maybe Eric Bannemey has to leave to get out from underneath Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and prove that he can be an offensive coordinator on his own. And then he would get an up. Op- He's going to be 54 later on this summer, I think. He, he, getting up there to get an opportunity. And I, I think I pointed this out, and I think he's older than Mike Tomlin. And Mike Tomlin's got a Hall of Fame resume as a head coach. Yes, Mark. What do you think the record needs to be for there to be like a real uproar? Like say if they go 8-9 and nine in a really tough division. Well, no, it, he's not the head coach. I'm talking about what's the offense going to be? If, if the offense is, you know, potent, vaunted, powerful, high-ranking, then that's where you get noticed. It, you know, he could only do so much with the X's and O's. It, you know, Ron Rivera gets the credit and the blame as far as what your, you know, your ultimate record is. So yeah. even if they're 4-13, and 13, but they have a really good offense and the defense just kind of crapped the bed? I don't know what people are looking for. I, I've seen what they've hired before, and it feels like, you know, there is a, a pattern here. And Eric Bieniemy doesn't fit the pattern. It's almost like, you know, square peg, round hole. Like, Mike Tomlin was that. He wasn't going to get the Steelers' job. He blew him away with the interview. I was told yesterday, Eric Bieniemy doesn't interview well. Now, that's been a common stereotype for minorities. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if people would go on record and say he didn't interview well. Doubt it, but... You know, that, that's what I was told yesterday by somebody with the league. It's like, just help me understand this. And I was told that he didn't interview well. Yeah, Paul. I have a quick quiz. Who was the quarterback the last time Washington had a top 10 scoring offense? Here's a hint. It was two team names ago. Okay. The last time the top 10 offense by the Washington team, who was their quarterback? Mark Rippon. Not that far. Oh, okay. Yes, Mark. Patrick Ramsey. <laughs> That's not bad. I'm going to give you a bonus points for the poll. Just, yeah, just you know, coming up with a name, considering how bad last hour was. Back row, what do you hour. got? Did Brad Johnson have a little stint with Washington? Not that far back. Okay. Robert Griffin Jr. Junior the Ooh. third. Oh, in, okay. ni- in 2012, he got them to 10-6. and six. They were the fourth-ranked scoring offense in football. He played one more year for them, and they were 3-13. and 13. Then they went on the Cousins. Cousins, they had pretty good offenses. Yeah. Lately, they've been around 24, 25, 26 in the offensive rankings mm. with the Heineke, Smith, Keenum triumvirate leading mm. the charge. Mm. Mm. Back to you. <laughs> okay. Wobbit Griffith Jr. Wobbit. Wobbit. How about we uh, get a couple of phone calls in here? Chris Sims. I'll ask Chris Sims. Just help me understand why Eric Bieniemy has not gotten a head coaching position. If you have interviewed 15 times, you should be a good interviewer or interviewee or yeah, you should be good in interviews. Let's put it that way. After a while, I mean, that's what a lot of these guys. And I, I talked to Tony Dungy about it and he said, you know, I encourage the, uh, you know, minority candidates do the interview to understand what the interview is. So then you're ready to go the next time when a team says, Oh, come on in. And usually this is what teams do. Tell us about our team. What would you change? What do you like? What do you hear? You just take all this information. And it's really valuable for the team because even if they don't hire you, 
they know what the opinion is of certain players or style, uh, coaching, all of those things. Yeah, Paul. Did you see that Rex Ryan of ESPN is up for the Denver yeah. Broncos? I thought that was a joke when I saw the article. No, we mentioned it yesterday. That, I, I, that Sean Payton, I think, uh, I think he's going to hire him. Would you split ESPN for that job? Yeah. He's got a pretty cushy gig. Well, he's only there one day or two days out of the week. Boom. Yeah. Coach is coach. Every coach that came through there when I was there 18 years, they were all there waiting for the next job. Denny Green, Marty Schottenheimer, Parcells. Like they all came in waiting to leave. And, and and Rex has been out of the game for a little while. That's surprising. But I always thought that he was a great defensive coordinator. He wasn't a great head coach. He was really good as a defensive coordinator. Yes, Tom. And Denny Green almost got another job, but they let him off the hook. Thank you, Tom. Hank in Pennsylvania. Hi, Hank. What's on your mind? Good morning, DP. How you doing, man? Good. How's, how's everybody? Yeah, everybody's great, Hank. Hey, hey, Marvin, keep your head up, man. It's Black History Month. Get your mind, get your mind right, bro. Anyway, <laughs> as far as the Eric Bieniemy thing, <laughs> as far as the Eric Bieniemy thing, um, my my, th- my question is, if he's going through the hiring process as much as he's done, as much as he's been successful with Kansas City, going somewhere else, especially to an organization that's really haven't had any success in the last couple of years to still have to prove who he is. Does it, it's a question of, is the NFL still going through a quota as far as black head coaches go? Or is it, 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 it can't just be that he's a bad interviewer. It, it has, he has a good track record, but just Saturday, he can get his, uh, a job in an hour. It, it, that, just, that just boggles my mind. That's my question. Yeah, yeah. But, but Hank, this is what I was told about uh, the cold situation. Jim Irsay saw himself in Jeff Saturday. Like he was an overachiever and then, you know, that's a tough guy and that's the guy I want. So he hired the guy who best resembles him in his mind. That, you know, the, when the Maras brought in Joe judge, they probably looked at him and said, we see ourselves in him. And I was told a lot of these owners hire somebody that they see themselves in or a younger version. And go back to Jerry Jones. He had Jimmy Johnson. He had somebody of equal footing. Jimmy won. And then Jerry said, oh, Jimmy's getting too much credit. And he never hired somebody who had a big personality. Now, Parcells came in, but, you know, Jerry doesn't hire a big personality. And we've seen what's happened in the last 30 years. Uh, let's see. J.D. in Tulsa. Hi, J.D. What's on your mind today? Hey Dan and hey. guys, uh, I was uh, I was just calling to to kind of give a take on uh, something Seton mentioned earlier, and he's by far one of my four favorite Danettes, so I don't want to go against him. But he mentioned that the uh, that you know where were the Chiefs in Week Two? Why weren't they talking and bragging? And mm. you know I I kind of look at it like they weren't talking in Week Two, they weren't talking in six, ten, eleven. They didn't start talking until after they won the Super Bowl. And so, which to me is when they should. Cards on the table, I am a Chiefs fan. All right, that's fine, J.D. That's right. But if you're successful during the year, people doubted you during the year, maybe it would have come up. Or how surprised are you that your offense is this good? That kind of question. I don't know. Look, the Chiefs can, you know, have fun with it. You know, however you want to approach this. You know, we're just having fun with them. They're having fun with us. We're having fun with them. 
Like, you can't say, hey, lay off the Chiefs. They're having fun. And great. You won the Super Bowl. However you want to celebrate. Whatever you want to say. You can say it. It's okay. But we can have fun at your expense as well. Or at least poke them a little bit. Mark in Sacramento. Hi, Mark. What's on your mind today? Hey, DP. Uh, First time caller. Been with you forever. I'm in my 60s. So um, I wanted to... uh, you actually hit something on the head. You said that they see uh, someone familiar. Yeah, they sure do. They see another white face. I'm 60, and I've been watching this go on and on and on. Yeah. And we always get to this point, and then they find a reason to go hire one of their friends or one of these new um, analytic guys that they want, the numbers guys, and they bypass these African-Americans. And I'm, I, you keep watching it. You keep seeing the same thing. And I want to say something about Eric Bienmi. Um, we have a tendency now to dig in people's past and go back 30 years. I'm wondering if there's, there's something that happened back at the University of Colorado with that team when he was there, with all those uh, sexual harassment charges with the women going on there, with all those players. I don't know if that's sticking with him, but I'm pretty sure that those owners know they're going to have to answer to that if they hire him. So some reporter's going to dig that up. Yeah, well, they already have. And, th- and thank you, Mark. We appreciate it. And I can hear it in your voice. You've witnessed this, and it can be painful because you're saying, like, there's a glass ceiling. Wait, they're moving the goalpost here on us. Yes, Eden. Right, the, the goal line keeps moving, yeah. where before it was, well, you're there, you don't have any uh, experience as an offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator. Well, the league right now has tons of, of black offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators, but now all of a sudden the special teams guy is getting the head coaching job over those two coordinators. Well, why did that happen? How the hell did that happen? Let's take a break. We'll get to uh, more phone calls here. Chris Sims joining us from Pro Football Talk Live. He'll join us next here on the Dan Patrick Show. We love Panini America because they're the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show, but also the official trading cards of the NFL, UFC, NBA, FIFA World Cup, and collegiate sports. They know what they're doing. There's nobody better. You can uh, pick up a pack or public auctions on the uh, Panini site. You'll get the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. So you can share your cards in the public gallery, complete challenges, earning exclusive award cards, and uh, also Panini NFTs, the place to be for the stretch run of the NBA season. Keep an eye out on the Panini NFT platform, unique one-of-a-kind VIP experiences for select NFT holders. Panini NFT trading cards giving you the opportunity. Pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, even one-of-one NFTs from every pack. That's PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. They are the official trading cards of the NBA and the NFL and also the Dan Patrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75 Sleep Number Smart Beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Stat of the day brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Make sure you go and sign up for the newsletter. DanPatrick.com. You'll uh, get a heads up on when we're going to have moonshine, the tailgate moonshine ready for you. We've been uh, sipping, sampling. we got a tough job around here. Working late. Yep. The uh, salted caramel is the next moonshine, the tailgate moonshine that we'll have. Limited quantities. We're going to let you know. Probably uh, be uh, two weeks that we'll let you know when you can order that. Let's go to uh, Chris Sims, who joins us now on loan from Pro Football Talk Live. Hey, we haven't spoken to you in a while here. So uh, Super Bowl fallout here. Now we're talking about Jalen Hurts getting paid. I don't know if you're on the same page with uh, giving him $45 million, but uh, what options do the Eagles have in a situation like this? No, you're right. I, I think you said it right. I mean, options are limited. And I know I, 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 he deserves that. I do. He's, you know, proven people like me where I didn't know how good he could be as a pocket passer or throwing the football. He proved me wrong. I mean, it's certainly where I thought it ended last year. We saw tremendous progress there. And, of course, you know, and and one of the all-time runs there by a really good football team. And then now they're at a point, too, where he's got them is that they got a great team and they've kind of orchestrated this offense around his talents. 
So from that standpoint, yeah, there's no doubt he deserves to be paid. And, uh, and I got, I, I really, I got a lot of respect for Jalen Hurts and some of the things he he's done in his career to this time and the adjustments he's made. What were your reservations about him? Well, yeah, just the, the again, if the run game didn't work, if they played a team that was able to slow the run game, right, there was tight window throws, you know, making the proper throw, you know, putting the ball in a location that, you know, made sense for a quarterback, things like that, that quickness of the release, the quality of the football, all of those, you know, were things I questioned. I mean, there was a reason, again, I know I say these things and people go, oh, you're a hater. And I want to go, wait, but this is why he left Alabama and went to Oklahoma because there was those issues. And that's why he was drafted in the second round because, you know, I think a lot of people came away from his pro day workouts going, okay, it's good, but it's not great. Um, But we've seen the adjustments made and, you know, they got a really damn good team down there in Philadelphia. Your thoughts on uh, the Chiefs' victory lap where they're taking receipts. They're calling out everybody who didn't believe in the Chiefs. Yeah, well, hey, they're a special team. They're a chippy bunch in their own right. And you know, I think they felt disrespected with the talk of the Bengals, right? The, the talk of the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. They're way better. Oh, you lost Tyreek Hill. You're not going to be the same quarterback Mahomes or team and all of that. So that's where I don't think Kansas City has got enough credit is they're, you know, they're a passing team, but they're a physical passing team, as we've seen. I mean, stopped two of the all-time run teams we've seen here to win Super Bowls the last 10 years. The 49ers, the Shanahan offense got physical, stopped the run game in that one, did it again in this one. And, you know, they they got something going as far as a young team that I think is, you know, only going to get better. And it's pretty, it's complete. And really, Dan, the, the thing about that Super Bowl, I mean, Mahomes was phenomenal. Sp- Steve Spagnolo and what he did on the defensive side of the ball, that was an all-time defensive game plan. It really was. It was special. Uh, and some of the things he did for them to win. I know people are going to go, well, he got up 400 yards, how special it was. If he didn't do some of the things he did, it would have been 600 yards and 45 minutes of time of possession. So that was a, a special game plan from him. More likely to get back to the Super Bowl, the Eagles or the Chiefs? Man, they're both high up there. I mean, of course I'm going to take the Chiefs. I mean, uh, the Chiefs to me are a team that like, it's, um, to me it's like when they win, it's like, hey, the pressure's off and let's just go do this again. And they have fun and they're not, it's not, not like New England where maybe they're stressed out all the time and, you know, it's Bill putting the hot poker on on everybody's butt and all that conversation. So, yeah, I'll go with them. And the Eagles, though, that team, that roster, man, they're scary. I mean, they they really are. That's where, you know, there's two things about that Super Bowl. One, I mean, there's a reason Fox, all the people in the pregame, you saw all of them kick the Eagles by seven, ten points, right? Right. Uh, You saw Greg Olson come on the telecast and tell you how you talk to people around the league. This is like the roster of rosters. That was an unbelievable moment. Kansas City was not as good as Philadelphia. And the game plan in Mahomes, the way he played, was amazing. And uh, that's where I'm amazed by that. And then the other one that I'm amazed by is that people think Jalen Hurts should be the MVP over Patrick Mahomes. That's where I just go. That's insane that i don't understand what people are saying there he's chris sims pro football talk live co-host with mike florio 
I said when asked this question that the Eagles might have a better chance because the AFC is loaded. Right. The right. NFC, who are you worrying about? The Niners? Right. I mean, that, I, I hear you. That's your yeah. main competition. And it and yeah. it's not to discredit the Chiefs. It's that the, the AFC is loaded. The best quarterbacks are in the AFC. And that's why I think it would be tougher. It doesn't mean they can't make it. Just yeah. I look at the Eagles. But I also look at the Eagles. You're going to lose some guys. Free agency. You're going to pay Hurts right. all that money. Right. Uh, is Kelsey going to play? Uh, I mean, the the offensive line, Lane Johnson, like these guys are getting up there. And, and yep. so I, I don't think this is a dynasty. I think they got some really good players. I, I'm going to be curious of how long they can keep them and, and yeah. continue to play. And you lose both of your uh, coordinators there as well. Right. No, they, they got an uphill battle. They're right. And you said it all right. I think you unpack those details correctly. You know, we've seen the Chiefs can orchestrate it you know, with the quarterback contract, and they know how to develop young talent. And, you know, and your point about the AFC and how tough it is is, like, totally real, Dan. I'm with you. I mean, that's no clear-cut right or wrong there. Yeah. I think the AFC, we might be getting into the, like, mid-'80s, early-'90s conversation almost where it's like, okay, yeah, Kansas City's the main team, and then, hey, the Bengals win one, and then the Bills win one, and then, hey, it's Kansas City again, and then, you know, almost like it was with the Niners, the Giants, the you know Washington Redskins at the time, yeah. uh, the Bears, the Cowboys. You kind of knew it was going to be those type of teams. But, you know, to your point, I'm interested to see what magic Howie Roseman can work there in Philadelphia once again. And, you know, I just am a believer in that greatness of the Chiefs football team to, to think they'll be back, especially with that guy at quarterback. Why does Eric Bieniemy have to leave the Chiefs to take the same <laughs> job with the Commanders? I, he's like a, it's like a, it's a gift and a curse, right? Like, yeah, it's a gift. I get to work with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, but nobody gives him credit for it. And I think that's why. I think maybe this, if he can go somewhere, and man, I love the fit with the Washington Commanders. I love the fit. Because you think about what they got, right, Dan? Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, right? Antonio Gibson, a running back. You know, even Sam Howell, he's got a he can throw the deep ball and move a little. That's a lot of things. Eric Bieniemy can get people motion and shifting and going all different places. So, uh, but I think that if he did it and went there in a place like that on his own and had success, people would run out of some of those excuses they use against him. And you know, my other thing is maybe Eric Bieniemy has to play the game within the game a little bit. Got to be maybe a little more of a politician behind the scenes because I think that's what some of these guys that are passing him up are doing. Maybe. And he's old school, and I respect that, but that doesn't always get you a job. So that's what you're hearing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, I've always heard. Yeah, you know, but I, I, I would go to Andy Reid, yeah. Chris. If I'm, if, right. Let's say I'm going to hire Eric Bieniemy. I want to bring him in. first guy I go to is Andy Reid. The second guy I go to, I ask if I can talk to Patrick Mahomes. Right. And just say, can you, can you tell me what Eric does? Yeah, we had Orlando Brown Jr. on yesterday, and I said, who calls the plays? Does Eric call the plays? And he says, I don't know. Like, they, they, like there's a mystery yeah. here. That it, right. It, it's, it's, it's strange. I, I know. I know. It is. It's weird. You know, it's weird. And I, get, and I think they share the duties a little bit, and that's part of it. But, see, my problem, Dan, is, like, nobody cares about these questions when it's an offensive coach off the Shanahan staff or the McVay staff, right? That's where they, they just go, well, oh, he's never called plays, or he just worked there. Let's <laughs> give him the head job. But this one, all of a sudden, we got 25 questions about it. 
And no, that's where it doesn't yeah. Yeah, look right all the time, right? Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's fair. Um, okay, a couple of things. If you ran the Bears, you're on the clock. What are you doing with the number one pick? I'm going with defense, okay? I, this, is, this is where the world's crazy, all right? I'm going to have a little chuckle with you here, right? Because I was kind of portrayed as the Justin Fields hater of the world, right, when he was coming <laughs> out in the draft. Uh, you know, I had some issues throwing the football. Now, I'm the guy in Chicago or anywhere else going, I'm defending Justin Fields. And now all those people that were telling me I was an idiot and that I only have the job because of my dad, they're going, man, he's got questions. He's got questions throwing the football. He's got que- We're not sure about him throwing the football. I'm going to go, well, no, you know, SH dot dot. No crap. Thank you. Oh, but, it, but don't apologize or anything. But my thing here would be the biggest thing, Dan, is I'm just – Justin Fields has an elite trait that's really rare. I would never trade that it's away. It's not sustainable. No, it might not be. But I don't know. Is Bryce Young at 5'11", 180 pounds sustainable either? That's what I would argue to that, right? But so, I got to do the math. Yeah. I got to yeah. do – this is a math you know, a, equation. I got to pay Fields in a year and a half. And I got to pay him a lot of money. Yeah. I can get. I can reset the clock. You're not ready to win anything now. And you can trade him away, give you know, send him to Carolina, and you know, let him be a star down there. You take your quarterback. Yeah, you have to entertain that. You may not like it, but just because I got a thousand yard rusher and he's my quarterback doesn't mean I want to keep him as my quarterback. I, I listen. I, I hear you there. And is Bryce are... Young rated higher? Is he graded higher than just sure. Justin Fields was coming out? The answer is yes. Right. Yeah, probably. And I haven't studied those guys yet, so I can't give you a fair assessment on it yet. You know, we'll get there and I'm sure we'll have conversations. And I I, I hear the things you're saying there, too. And I don't think, you know, those are wrong. But see, to me, this is again, it's almost like the enemy thing. We use that against Justin Fields, but I don't hear anyone go, but it's not sustainable with Justin Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts. So it's okay with him, but Justin Fields. And what I want to say is, Put an offensive line like the Bear, like the Eagles have, and put two number one superstar receivers on the outside and a top oh, yeah, five-ish but, type. But, but you don't have that. Jalen no, Hurts does have the element of I can throw to Devontae Smith or uh, A.J. Brown. Well, I, they're going to have a ton of money in Chicago this year. I hope those are some of the things they do. Right, Justin Fields, to your point too, Dan, he needs to learn to take care of himself. I I do think playing that way is sustainable, you know, as long as the quarterback knows how to protect himself. And, you know, the other thing is you don't need to run him 20 times a game. You just have to have that threat of him available no, to run. You do have to run him because they have no offense. Well, he'll that'll happen, but I don't think you have to call 20 design game, you know, game, run game design runs for the quarterback. I'm saying if you call 8 to 10, He's in a flirt with 100 yards in those 8 to 10 rushes, plus the scrambles that happen. And, yes, I'm hoping that, you know, this is why they bit the bullet last year. They they, they were paying millions and millions to guys that weren't even on the team. So hopefully they can do that. But back to the main point is Justin Fields is like – he's an elite runner. He's an all-time great runner. And, like, I would put it up there not just with the quarterbacks. I I would go – 
top five put the ball in his hands anybody position in football right now. I go, Justin Fields, he's in that conversation, and I just wouldn't trade that away, Dan. All right, if you run the Jets, what are you doing? Oof. Well, I mean, I, I know Aaron Rodgers is, of course, the big shiny object that's out there. That would scare me. I mean, I, Aaron Rodgers at his best is the best option out there. But what it goes into trading for him, you know, the commitment you're going to get him from him as far as years. And, Dan, some of the things you heard me talk about on the show this year, right? You know, it was not a great year. He was antsy in the pocket. He was unwilling to pull the trigger and make throws into tight windows. So that would scare me a little. It would. Uh, so, I, I, of course, Rodgers is probably candidate number one. But then after that, I think I look at Derek Carr to be the next guy. But if I is, said you could have Derek Carr, you right. don't have to trade for him. Yeah. I, I'm going to get him for four years. No, right. No drama. Yeah. Or I'm going to get Aaron Rodgers maybe for two years. Maybe. Maybe. Right. I would take Derek Carr for four. Uh, yeah. Because the Jets are really close. Like, they're they're a playoff caliber team in, in the waiting. Definitely. And right. – but they might be two years away from being, you know, an actual playoff yeah. team. Yeah, so that can make a run in the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. Yeah, so I would look at that window. Aaron Rodgers coming in. I I just don't want to deal. I, I, as great as he is, I don't want to deal with that. You know, no, like I, I, one I, year to the I, next. I I just can't do it. I think it's fair. I, that would the number one thing that would scare me is what you're saying. That okay, yeah, we trade the farm, we pay him this money. We establish something. Oh, crap. We're right back in the same boat, and we need a quarterback. Now, hopefully, that's where maybe a Zach Wilson could take over mm -hmm. and develop. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Mm -hmm. But either way, I, I think you're you're saying some really true football things there. You know, to your point, too, you get a Derek Carr. Well, that probably would end the Zach Wilson thing unless he failed miserably. But the other thing is, you know, you said it right. They're a young team. So you get a Derek Carr, you could maybe build something here for the future that's sustainable as well. Uh, I'll be interested to see what they do because Rogers, Carr, Garoppolo, you know, the, I, I could see any of that kind of stuff happening. I'll leave you with this. Do you think the Packers have already headed down the road without Aaron Rodgers? I certainly think they're thinking about it, right, and and and, and have at least a pre-plan down there. And I don't have any inside info to to you know, shed light on that situation. But how can they not be, right? How could they not be a little sick of the drama and all the stuff all the time as well, like you just discussed? So uh, I got to think they're kind of getting their ducks in a row. Like when Rodgers made the comment two weeks ago, like, seems like there's some conversations about me going on and I'm not. Well, there has to be. <laughs> like, what do you, these teams can't just go, we won't think about quarterback until he comes out of the dark room, and then we'll try to. They got to start figuring things out and talking, you know, behind the scenes a little bit. So I would think there's some pre-planning, Dan. Have you gone into a dark room before? <laughs> no, no, never, okay. never. Only when I go to sleep. I mean, that's it. I like it dark then, but okay. after that, no. Okay. Yeah. You just care. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that's not for me. All right. Great to talk to you. You the man, Dan. That's uh, Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live. Co-host with Mike Florio, the show that precedes ours on Peacock. We'll take a break. We've got a lot of phone calls waiting. Top of the hour, Jeff Passan from the Mothership helps us with the new baseball rules. Back after this.
How many ways can you say thank you to Mercedes, the Sprinter van? Well, we had to kiss it goodbye in Arizona after the trip cross-country, but we're going to do it again. I'd love to take the Sprinter van out myself. There's 16 body types, your choice of gas or diesel engine. Plus, I loved looking at all the different ways you can customize those vans. You know, there's so many things that you can do with it. Available in all-wheel drive and capable and versatile enough to help drive your ambitions because... When you open up a Mercedes Sprinter van, you're really opening up more than just doors. You're unlocking potential. Be your own boss. Steer your own success. Blaze your own trail. You can go out and take on any goal you set, help you follow your passions, and you're able to check all those big, bold, and fun and exciting experiences off your bucket list. Check out a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Take a test drive at your local dealer. Now's the time to discover what moves you. Don't wait. Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. 
I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Heading into the NBA All-Star Weekend, although you have some games coming up tonight. Milwaukee at Chicago, Washington at Minnesota. The Clippers will be at Phoenix. Kevin Durant makes his debut after the All-Star break? Expected after okay. the All-Star break. Well, as opposed to... As early as yeah. they always say. Yeah. You know what I've noticed? The Denver Nuggets at 41 and 18, a lot of people are off their bandwagon because of their regular season greatness. Yeah. Postseason averageness. Yeah. But they're off. They're six games ahead in the West. Memphis, 35 and 22. Your Kings, Dan, are in the three spot. I like it. Suns are tied in three spot, basically just behind your Kings. I don't know if they're three spot worthy, oh. but I, I like that the, the Kings are going to make the playoffs. Clippers are in the mix at the five spot. Timberwolves at six. Mavericks at seven. Lost three in a row to the Mavericks. Kyrie, a little back issue. The Spurs have lost 14 in a row. Congratulations. 14 in a row. That's not easy to do. No, it's not. LaMelo Ball is the second youngest player in NBA history to reach 1,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, 1,000 assists for his career. The second youngest, LeBron James. Uh, The Joker had another triple-double. Third player in NBA history to reach 500 assists, 500 rebounds prior to the All-Star break. Russell Westbrook and Oscar Robertson are the other two. And uh, Luka and the Mavs lost again. But this is something I did not realize. Luka Doncic has a 44-game streak going on right now. 44 consecutive game streak. Does anybody want to guess what he's done in those 44 games? Every single game, 44 consecutive games. And don't say he scored a basket or something silly like Missed that. a free throw. No. Marv? A double-double? Nope. Paulie? 25-plus points. Nope. He has shot at least 50% from the floor in 44 consecutive games. That's the longest streak in 40 years in the NBA. Stat of the day, stat of the day, here comes, here comes that what, stat of the day. Uh, let's see, Cliff in Idaho joins us on the program. Good morning, Cliff. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Hey, First Cliff. time caller, 5'9", five, five, 180 pounds, soft. Uh, why don't you turn down uh, the radio or TV there, Cliff? Yeah, I was 
just doing that. Thank you. Okay. Um, you know, the, the reason they're extending the bases is for more steals. Yeah. So they're expecting Trey Turner to have a big year. All right. Well, thank you, Cliff. Yeah, you're going to get more stolen bases, I guess. I, mean, I think Soft. there's a variety of reasons that uh, they're going to have the bases a little bit larger. Cliff yeah. sounds like baseball moves. Yeah. <laughs> no offense. Little fella. Yes, Tom. And if I read that correctly, you can only um, have a pickoff twice after that. So then the runner already knows once you've done it twice, you could just get a nice big jump. Yeah. It seems to be a little bit of a loophole there. Lucas in Texas. Hi, Luke. What's on your uh, mind today? Hey, bud. Yep. Hey, uh, a belated congratulations on the first granddaughter. That's that's exciting. Thank you. Know, you. Thank you. I was uh, I was talking with my my still alive dad about about his grandkids, <laughs> and he said that it's uh, it's all the love and none of the diapers. Yep. So, congrats. Uh, happy for you. Thank you, Lucas. So, um, wish my dad was hey, here wanted... to experience it with me, but that's okay. Uh, what's well, on your mind, Lucas? You know, Hey, uh, I wanted to ask a question for you, and really, maybe by extension, Jeff Patson when he comes on later. Okay. So it just came out, uh, I think, last night or maybe the night before, that this media company that owns anywhere from, like, 14 to 17 of the, like, regional sports networks for all these baseball teams is about to go bankrupt. Yep. And, like, as a, as a fan who has always, like, literally made choices on what network provider I use, based on if I can get my team's games. Like, is this about to finally get rid of the blackout rules for baseball? Because I've always said, like, that's the thing holding baseball back is that its product isn't easily available for fans to watch. Yes. Uh, Major League Baseball said if that happens, that there's uh, bankruptcy declared, they will step in. But uh, streaming, uh, maybe maybe taking away the uh, blackout rule. No, it, it feels like that's where we're headed with that. Uh, let's see, Eric in Atlanta, or, uh, Anthony in Atlanta. Hi, Anthony. Hey, Dan, Dan, that's, uh, first time, long time, six one two ten. Um, I just had a, uh, opposing view, I guess, of the Eric the Enemy situation. So if you are, uh, Kraft or you are Jerry Jones and you want to hire somebody you want to hire, you're not Salesforce, you're not Google, there's no board of directors and no stock price. Why can't you say, I want to hire this guy? And if players feel such that they're not being represented, then they say, look, I'm not playing for the Cowboys because they don't have somebody who looks like me as a coach. But there's no rule that says, well, I should have to hire this person. because well, no, You don't have to hire. You hire whoever you want. You have to go through the process. This just doesn't make sense. For somebody in that position with, you know, one of the more successful offenses in the NFL and that he's not getting a job, that used to be a, you know, easy pass. You just, you were going to get a job. I mean, Matt Nagy, Adam Gase, they get to take those jobs. That's the only thing. I'm just wondering why it hasn't happened. And maybe there's a valid reason. I haven't heard it, but maybe there is. Final hour coming up. We'll get to more phone calls. Dan and the Dan at Stan Patrick Show. Oh, but wait, there's one more item here as we close out hour two. Every great day starts the night before sleep number. And they got this great bed now. It's called Climate 360. It's so great that one of the important people at sleep number came to our set in Scottsdale. 
And uh, Lisa said, hey, i got to get you in the uh, Climate 360. And I go, okay. She goes, oh, it's incredible. I said, I'm trusting you. It's awfully forward of Lisa saying she needs to get you in bed. Well, she needed to get me in that bed. Stop interrupting me. I was on a roll. Sleep too hot or too cold? You're not alone. These sleep number uh, innovation solutions are here. That's temperature balancing bedding. The Climate 360 smart bed actually cools and warms on each side. Two beds in one, basically. The ultimate sleep number event. Seton's annoying. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.